The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing effective SEO strategies and collaborations in specialized industries. Joining me today is Andrea Quartz, who is the SEO manager at Pharmacan. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Pharmacan is a cannabis MSO, and they own two different lines of dispensaries across eight different states, Verilife and LiveWell. Yesterday, Andrea and I talked about how SEO in the cannabis industry is different, and today we're continuing the conversation on how SEO can work with devs. All right, here's my conversation with Andrea Quartz, SEO manager at Pharmacan. Andrea, welcome back. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. It was an interesting conversation yesterday. It was fascinating to hear some of the the nuances and challenges that you have in a unique industry that you work in, how you're kind of juggling between limitations, challenges between different naming of, of products between the states that you guys are operating in, some of the balance between local and almost international type SEO elements. But today we're going to kind of shift gears and talk a little bit on working with dev teams. So maybe just to start us off, how do you kind of think about 
just how you generally start working with or what's your approach to working with more of the tech side of a business? This has been a very big learning curve coming from the SEO agency world where we know what we're talking about. We know what implementing schema markup is. And then all we do, I say all we do, like working in an agency is just a picnic, is all we do is we put the deliverable together, pass it along to the client, and they work with their dev team. So when I came in-house at Pharmacan, you know, I know what structured data needs to be on a page. I know how to generate it. But then I was so used to just saying to the dev team, here you go, there was that missing element of, oh, they don't actually know what structured data is. They don't know what I want. And I really need to do a better job of explaining it. So what's been the biggest challenge and something I've had to really work on is before I even talk to the dev team, before I even start my, you know, JIRA ticket, I have to put the story together on my own with this is what I want. Here are some additional resources so that they could maybe understand further what this is. So again, with if I'm if I'm implementing FAQ schema markup, you know, what is it? How I'm going to be providing that? And also what does success look like? You know, so if somebody wants to do so part of the dev team is the QA team. How do I explain to them how to even QA this? How do I QA it? I'm just sort of used to, okay, it's there. I can check it in, you know, with the schema checker. There's tons of resources out there, but I can't do that for our staging site because everything is blocked. So how can I go in there, educate the QA team on how to actually check it? And then I do the final UAT. How am I doing that? You know, and then afterwards, how am I making sure that everything that we did is actually having an impact? Was it done correctly? There have been instances where I've done UAT, complete, publish, fantastic. And then there's another release and all of a sudden something's different now. And I have to go back and say, what happened? Why is my schema broken? So it's a huge learning curve when you have not been in-house working with the devs. And it's such a good point and reminder of coming back to the education side. And I think, you know, it's something that seems very, very simple and easy, but it's something that I think, especially when, you know, people are trying to move like quickly through projects that maybe gets glossed over. And sure, like over time, you know, you have that kind of ongoing awareness and knowledge that's being gained by the people that you're working with. But it's such a good reminder to level set and to be thinking about, okay, someone that's maybe not as familiar, hasn't been working day to day in this, how are they going to understand it? How are they going to perceive it? In that kind of education layer specifically with devs, is there any particular kind of tips or tricks that you would give to people that maybe haven't had as much experience working with dev teams? Use all the screen recordings. If you are trying to say there's a bug, something isn't working correctly, 
all the screen recordings, every screenshot, screen recording. Also, and this is this is silly. Clear your cash. <laughs> Always clear your cash first. I can't tell you. I mean, I I do that, but then how many times? Not even myself, but somebody else goes in and says, "Oh, there's a bug. Something's not working." And the first thing we hear is clear your cash. It's like, turn it off and turn it back on again. But I would recommend, yeah, all the screen recordings, all the examples. And it has to be something that, so for one, if it's an issue on the site, you need to provide steps to reproduce the issue. So if I say this page is, I'm not able to navigate to this page from this page. So then what I would do is when I would put in the Jira story, I would put in that to replicate this, please visit this, do this, do this, have screen recordings, all those things so that if somebody, when the project manager who is deciding what gets through to the dev team, that person is going to need to be able to reproduce it in order to assign it to the dev team and explain it to them as well. If it's something that's a new feature that you want to be implemented, one thing that I've really come to realize is prioritization in terms of sprint cycles is a very huge pain point for the entire business. But because SEO doesn't have that direct impact on revenue, if you, again, using schema markup, if you implement FAQ schema, revenue will increase by X percent. No, I can never provide that. I can provide you with the rationale of, oh, this will increase visibility. Improved cert visibility will increase click-through rate, which then could turn into revenue. That is hard to explain. So simple rationale for why this is important to the business and how you will measure it in the future to be able to, if somebody does go back and say, we did this, was it effective? You can say, well, yes, it was. Here are the results. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Such good tips and you hit on 
a few, I think, really important ones just to kind of double down for the listeners on. I think we've all experienced the challenges of having your tickets picked up. One of the best ways to ensure that is to give that proper context of the issue. If there's not enough information on it, it's probably not going to get picked up. So your point on having the details that then can be, they can replicate the issue or replicate the thing that you're wanting to have change, super critical to just the scoping of the tickets that you're submitting. And then I also really like the point on having clear success criteria. And it may not be, hey, we're going to see X amount of revenue, but having it in something that can be more of a leading KPI that then the lagging KPI comes to site traffic or revenue or whatever it is, but something that once it's completed, they can actually look back on it and say, yes, this is complete. This is done. It achieved this KPI that we're looking to inform. I think those are really important elements that can help a lot of SEOs out there in some of those struggles with getting tickets picked up by dev teams. Yeah, the struggle is real when it comes to and the worst feeling is when you see your ticket and it's got that backlog tag on it. And you're like, no. Yeah. How do I revive this from no man's land? Please remove it. Put it somewhere else. Yeah. Now, have you noticed yourself using different language? Like, do you talk to people on the dev side any different than how you might approach someone from like a content or a marketing side of an organization? I think I tend to give more examples. I tend to try to up my tech speak also, and this could be a whole separate podcast series. I am a woman in tech. And so I'm usually the only woman in the room. So I have to kind of go that extra mile to establish myself as the expert. I do know what I'm talking about right now. So that has also been something that is very interesting in being integrated into the dev team and kind of taking on more of that almost a little boastful. It makes me a little bit uncomfortable, but trying to really just exude that I know what I'm talking about and I know what your pain points are and I want to find a solution. Interesting. And within your organization, do you sit within like the product or engineering side of the business or where does your role fall in the organization? So I'm on the digital marketing team. People have commented that I should be like, I should be half on the digital marketing team, but half on the dev team because I'm also a copywriter. So I write a lot of what's on the site, but then also I'm, you know, QAing XML sitemaps and things like that. So it's kind of a hybrid, but my boss is the director of digital marketing. (laughs) I always, when I'm having conversations with other SEOs, like, I always like also kind of understanding that. And especially if like, you know, I'm working with a client or something, I think it's really important understanding that organizational structure and understanding kind of like where the different 
you know, people kind of lie because sometimes you can see more challenges with getting resources or getting, you know, X amount of points, um, you know, in an upcoming sprint or something. And so I think like that is a interesting nuance sometimes of like the more business dynamics too, depending in some companies I've, I've found, you know, it's not as much of a painful piece in other organizations, it's really pronounced. But I think it's just kind of, especially if you're new to an organization or you're a consultant or someone from the outside, understanding that dynamic can be really helpful in how you approach different people, how you interact and how you kind of go about trying to kind of evangelize your tickets to get picked up. Yeah. It's interesting. Also, part of that education piece that we were talking about earlier is what is SEO, but also what do people see that I do? Well, the actual like physical thing that people look at is the optimized copy on the website. So it's kind of that extra challenge of, yes, you're reading things. I do copy, content marketing, keyword research, but that's not it. It's the back end stuff. It's understanding whether or not search engines are able to crawl certain pages and investigating that and using tools like we use Screaming Frog or, or stuff like that. So just even using those tools and understanding that technical aspect, it's almost internally people are confused. They're like, oh, I thought you just did content. No, no, no. I do all the things, all the SEO things. So I think even organizations have a hard time figuring out where to put SEO. I couldn't agree more on that. Like, and I don't think there is any one right answer because different types of websites, you know, like smaller websites or websites that don't have as much dev work, like, yeah, it makes way more sense to be on the marketing side. And there's certain advantages that might come with being on the marketing side of an org where websites that have 100 million, million pages, yeah, most of the initiatives are probably going to be more programmatic, page template, like scalable initiatives. And so I think companies do struggle with this. Where does it belong? Sometimes they find the right home. Sometimes it takes a little while to do that. But I I mean, we've said it a few times now, but I'm a strong believer in the value of education within the organization and also creating and having those education pieces that can be specific to those supporting roles that are also delivering on SEO, where you don't need everybody to be an expert on everything SEO, but there's going to be certain facets and certain pieces that are going to be more relevant to an engineer and other elements that are going to be relevant to a copywriter, other elements that are going to be relevant to the executive. And so by being able to break out those pieces and kind of create that overall awareness, yeah, it takes you away a little bit from some of the day-to-day -day initiatives, but I think it's something that can really have a significant long-term impact. Yeah, could not agree more. Well, any last tips you'd have for the listeners on working more effective and having a stronger collaboration with devs? All the examples and all the explanations and always over-explain. It's funny, when I started working with our internal dev team, maybe my tickets were 
couple sentences, and now it's essentially a novel, which is probably not fun, but you cannot ever make assumptions. You cannot ever leave something for interpretation. Be very literal, over-explain. Great tip. And with that, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Andrea Kortz, SEO manager at Pharmacan for joining us. If you can't wait until the next episode and would like to learn more about Andrea, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in the show notes, or you can contact her on Twitter where her handle is at Andrea Kortz. Okay. Thanks to Tyson Stockton, our guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Oh,